Hello and welcome to episode 82 of the Unemployables podcast. Corey Wagner, Zacco's Modern Life, Ryan, and Sean Ely coming at you for the 82nd straight week. Quarantine week 500. I know the math doesn't really add up, but deal with it. You'll figure it out. Uh, Before we get started here today, we see how the boys are doing. We see how everybody's doing in the chat on twitch.tv forward slash the Unemployables. Real quick, want to tell you about the website, theunemployablespod.com. You can get shirts, you can get koozies, you can get pins. Uh, Zach was dropping all the stuff off to me tomorrow, so your boy is going to be sending you guys out some gems. I'm going to take on that that workload, and maybe Corey's taught me over the years for doing merch. Sometimes you might want to sprinkle a little surprise in there for uh, for people. You don't know what it is, you know. Maybe it's maybe it's drugs, maybe it's pubes. We don't know. Um, but uh, theunemployablespod.com. Get stuff off the website. That was a really good endorsement. And uh, thank you to everybody who did to support the show. Uh, boys, how are we doing today? Good, dude. I'm posting a. Uh... A reminder for all of our fans around the world that they should be watching us because I've noticed that all of our fans in the world are not. So this should let them all know. So there should be about a thousand people here in the next few minutes. So yeah, that'll be exciting. I, I like to yeah, do that too. I do a lot of uh, embellishing. I like to, to Corey, I do that all the time. I like to just make numbers way higher than they are. You know, people normally will let it slide, but not, not Corey Wagner. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. No way. Uh, yeah. Corey, Corey is not about the, uh, what would the term for that be? Embellishment? Yeah, he's not, a, he's not yeah. going to uh, yes and any embellishment by any means. He's no. going to call it out. Because in my it. mind, I think it's just a difference of words. Because you guys say embellish, I say fucking liars. <laughs> and yeah. I go, hey, yeah. you're Most a fucking liar. Are. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> you know, there's these copy I editors. And we'll be the first to admit that when I'm telling a, when I'm telling a story, it's not all true. You <laughs> got to know. Yeah. know that going into one of my stories that there's a good 25% that I've gone, that could have been funnier if it was like this. And then my head goes, well, I think that's how that actually happened. And then yeah. I just believe that for the rest of my life. My reality is so subjective in terms of like how I've experienced it compared to like how others that have been surrounding me in my life have experienced my reality. Mm-hmm. It's really quite strange. Yeah. One of my favorites, uh, I remember when I was like one of Bo Burnham's like big Netflix specials because he used to get knocked for like none of his stuff being like some comedians are like, your jokes have to come from like reality, have to be real. Like this really happened to me if I'm going to tell the story. No, it doesn't. Bo Burnham goes, that's funny because that actually happened and goes, cool. And then just drops the microphone. Like just, I love the whole like, and I watched, I watched a Hannibal clip again recently where he goes, um, you probably remember that one where he's telling the story. And then later in the special, he goes, I know earlier in the set, I said I lived alone, but for, I like to change realities in my specials. I don't want you to know anything about me. Like, I love like calling that out too of like, most of the stuff yeah. probably not true, but. It's super fun. Like just watching stand up every single day and like watching how you, you'll like get to learn certain comedians and you'll get to learn like, Oh, I bet you this was the truth that happened in this story. Yeah. And then other comedians will be, you'll be like, okay, this is just birthed out of fucking nonsense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there are, like there's some comedians in the city that, I mean, and they're all great comics, but there's some comedians in the city that they'll just, they'll, it's almost like they're writing like a script, right? Like mm-hmm. a screenplay, like a comedic short or something. And then they'll, regurgitate that on stage and it's funny as shit but it's like that's their style like this wasn't birthed from their reality and then there's other comedians who like myself i'll take the main crux of what happened and then i'll switch things around to obviously create a tighter narrative right yeah right so make it make it a tighter narrative so then there will be the truths are typically like the actual plot to what happened in the story Mm-hmm. And then the nonsense occurs like throughout the way to add like tags and punchlines and shit right. like that. Right. Yeah. It's just starting off this episode with a little stand up one oh one, ladies and gentlemen. Now you're all well versed. Well, it's cool too, because if you ever I mean, obviously like the people that watch this podcast are probably into stand up, but if you do watch some of these stand up comedians, you'll start to like notice like their trend. 
right? Yeah. So, and like, you'll, you'll start to notice their trend and, and some people are just, it's fiction, right? Like some, I can't even think of like a good, like satirical, like writer or some, or not even satirical writer, but just, yeah, I mean, I guess it would be satire that just goes up and says fiction. I think for the most part, most comedians now are using a, a general truth through line and then just punching it up and adding tags along the way. Yeah. But it's hard to come up with funny fucking stories when you're stuck in the house for nine months. <laughs> I know, right? It's hard to be truthful with that. So, so many people only want to hear so many. So my living room coffee table, <laughs> you know, you're kind of like, all right, I need a fucking human interaction again. Yeah, man. What uh, um, would you do this weekend, boys? Man, Corey, want to kick it off? How's your weekend? Uh, I want to get this. You kick it off. I'm Corey's still working. working on the Twitch yeah. stream. We're here Dude, we're uh, buffering for Corey. You called them out, so now the whole world knows. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at it now. We're just they're serving people a Travis Scott meal ad right now on Twitch. Um, <laughs> very appropriate. Or maybe that's just what I'm getting. So, dude, I um I'll talk about next weekend because I'm excited because like most of the weekends here are just like pretty normal. But next weekend, um, I'm going home to Detroit for only the second time in the past like year, and I get to see electric Eric Ely Russell at an outdoor event. He's got this big dude. And if you, do you guys remember WWF days? Do you remember the guy named Gangrel? He would come, he had like, uh, like fangs. Uh, vampire yeah, fangs. fangs and he would like, the lights would go down and come back up and somebody was covered in blood. Oh yeah. That guy is headlining this event that my brother's you're wrestling. You're, you're, you're talking on my dick here. No, you're I'm serious. He's like, it's so insane. I'll show you guys the, the poster. I'll put it up on social. Um, it's like gangrel in the middle of the poster. And then my brother, like just off his left shoulder on the po poster, like, right. That's there. so funny. That cool? it's awesome. So it's an outdoor wrestling event. What day, what day of the weekend is it? It's Saturday. Ah, shit. I was going to say, cause I'm van life come Wednesday. If it was <laughs> oh, yeah. Friday, I swear I would have gone to it. Um, so That's trying so to figure funny. out what to do between Thursday and Friday, but Saturday I got a show at, um, I'm doing the, some theater in Hobart, Hobart theater. Oh, okay. Maine that's great yeah i was super excited and my so my dad's flying up from florida and um my whole family's going to be together for the first time since the divorce hey don't don't make it weird you know oh, shit. and uh so everyone's gonna be together my brother's wrestling outside and i was just informed that i've been asked to be in electric eric healy's corner oh if you, if you will for this God. match so we'll see, we'll see what happens with that but either way hoping for a big electric healy uh sky high the one two three pin and then fucking win. You got to live stream that, dude. We need to see you in action. I think like somebody, one, somebody on Eric's like he calls his fans the power plant. You know, yeah. I think somebody like films the stuff like pretty regularly. So if that's the case, I'll tweet that out. That'd oh, sick. that'd be great, man. Mm -hmm. Is outdoor wrestling the same as it was like when I used to watch the videos when I was younger, where people would just be power bombing people off oh, the roof? Absolutely. Take, they they uh, really use they use the terrain very well. Yeah, I used to love my favorite was when they would fucking smoke someone with that big ass. Uh, what was the light bulb? Yeah, like the fluorescent, oh, fluorescent light bulb. And yeah, shatter and they'd be bleeding from every pore. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of that. I don't think this event has that, but I used to go to my brother's horror slam shows and it was a bloodbath. It was like troubling to watch it. Like people getting paid $30 to get like cuts all over their backs and stuff. Like, oh God. Um, yeah, it's pretty brutal. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, what, um, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's wild. I, I don't – is there – when they do these outdoor events, is it sanctioned or is it just um, – you got to get, mean, like, a city Yeah, ordinance? it's definitely – Because, like, I feel yeah. like that's going to be too many psychopaths in one tightly confined area. So, from how I understand it, this event, this promoter is pretty, uh, like, legit. Like to get Gangrel, you got it. So I think it's all insured and it's like a proper venue and like it's still like social distancing. Nobody sits near each other. So it's got to all be done a certain way to be able to happen. So it sounds like it's going to be done well. Or maybe not. Maybe they'll violate city code. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. They should be worried about Gangrel. They should be worried about getting gangrene. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. So they Corey, should be Corey about how was your weekend? I was good, boys. Mine was good. Nothing too special. You kind of prefaced a little bit of a story for me earlier. Oh, yeah, the dime story? Was that real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, you guys are going to get a kick out of this. 
So I'm walking the other day down Addison, right? Just minding my own business. I look down, I see this dime sitting on the, on the ground and I'm pretty fucking broke, but I didn't feel like picking up this goddamn dime. I'm, yeah, it's a dime. Oh, yeah. it says no audio for me. Oh, I can hear you. Hmm. That's very you. interesting. Uh, oh, here we go. Let me do something here. Uh, maybe just turn uh, up your mic. No, no, no. It's on the Twitch side. For mm. some reason, Twitch is taking in my, let's see. Don't worry, do I, everybody. Corey is currently fixing it. Properties, device. We're going to want to go with the microphone. Done. Check, check, check. Should be How's good now. People in the comments boom. are awesome. Bobby said boom. Dude, there thank you guys in the comments, bro. You guys are awesome. He said mm -hmm. speak up. <laughs> what if Corey was just mouthing the word <laughs> <laughs> whispering it really quietly yeah no so i'm walking right i'm i see his dime on the ground i'm broke but i ain't that broke so i look at that dime i go i ain't picking up that dime i'm gonna keep on moving about 15 20 yards down the way this little crippled up homeless dude's rolling up in his wheelchair and he's like hey you got a change and i'm like dude I don't got any goes a dime, a penny, a nickel, bro. Anything will help. I go, I go, actually, I got nothing on me, but I swear to God, I just found a dime about 20 yards back there. You want me to go get that for you, bro? Cause I'm seeing this guy in a wheelchair. He ain't, he's going to fall out of this wheel. He'll topple over trying to pick this thing up. Yeah, off the ground. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, come with me, bro. I'm walking. Well, I just completely like misdiagnosed how far this like 20 yards is that's a bit of a hike so i'm like i got this dime right back here this dude's following me and wheelchair people bro they'd be moving slow so he's trying to push along with oh, me so slow yeah i'm going and then all of a sudden i hear him he's like you trying to remember where it's at or something because i'm just <laughs> fucking for me no it's right up here bro it's right up, i could say it's right up here we get fucking five feet from this dime and there's another guy just walking up he goes oh check that out and bang you're kidding me we got five feet before <laughs> I throw that guy under the bus instantly. I'm like, oh yeah, I was just gonna give it to this homeless guy in a wheelchair. I was gonna go, I was going to grab that dime to give it to him. And now I'm thinking I'm already absolved from this situation. I don't need to worry about this. Now the guy who picked it up's in this really weird situation because this guy in the wheelchair is going, hey bro, come on, you ain't gonna give that to me. You ain't gonna give that. <laughs> and now this guy's looking at me like, bro, I'm trying to keep this dime, and he had already dropped it in his pocket. So he's like, all right. So he reaches in his pocket and this guy can hear just, there's like, this guy's got a piggy bank up in there, bro. There's nothing but jingling coins up in this pocket. So he just hears, ding, ding, ding. he pulls that dime out and he's like, you got any more in there? And this guy has to get this other guy more money. So he went from game, he lost money. This guy who thought he was picking up a dime ended up losing money That's on that so transaction, funny. Dude, it's also, there's something so, so funny about it that it's a dime too. Like, yeah. I feel like the quarter is normally the cutoff point for me stopping. <laughs> like a dime is just, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I'll pick up any quarter of the day. I'll yeah, pick up a quarter day. anywhere. But a dime, I probably won't stop for a dime. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I don't have money. No, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, when, when there was like coin laundry, it was like, yeah, I mean, quarters were like gold, man. Like, you, you kidding me? That's a quick dry. There are still coin laundries, you rich bitch. I met when I used say, to have them. Hey, you remember when I was as poor as you guys? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? I literally threw a load in the laundromat today. This morning, I threw my load of laundry in because my washing machine's on the fritz. Sean's going to be one of those guys who, when he, he's going to get a Tesla, and from that point on, he's going to be like, remember when you used to have to drive your cars? <laughs> yeah. You have to fill them up with dinosaur bone blood? Unbelievable. Everybody people. else in the world. There's 50 people at the laundromat today that would be very upset with your remarks. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I remember like in 2019, they used to have these like coin laundry stores. I was like, what the fuck were they washing that coins? Shit there? is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had coin laundry in a while. I guess I'm fucking rich, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. If you're in Chicago and say I haven't had coin laundry, you're doing pretty well. But I, I will like say, good. I will say. It may not be the most effective thing, but you might have the, I think the richest thing is the washer dryer combo. I think that's way cooler. That's what you got, Corey? Oh, yeah. I mean, 
It's easy to say that's what I got, but really that's what my wife's got. She lets me live in this house, bro. This is awesome. <laughs> when they, my, I think we talked about this at one point. I was like, I was so excited about that. Like when I helped you move in, I was like, oh, I've heard about those. Those are so cool. And then a week later, I'm like, Corey, how's that like washer dryer coming? That's got to be sick. He goes, yeah, it's sick, man. I put a load of laundry in and it takes four and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, it holds like, like seven shirts. You can put like seven pairs of t-shirts, maybe one jean in there. Does it automatically it switch hours. it over to dry and dry it for you? Yeah, I don't know what kind of magic bullshit it does, but it does. That's yeah. dope. That's fancy. That's crazy, bro. You got to get yourself a, a rich wife, bro. Yeah, That's you magic. get one of them washer-dryer combos. Man. I've been looking mm-hmm. for them. <laughs> it's hard because you really – it's almost like stocks. Like, you can't just – I couldn't just find a rich wife, right? Yeah. I got to find a broke-ass wife that I see the potential of her. Yeah. And yeah. her – and so she's she's pissed right now. I'm saying this shit. I hear back. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I need to find really. someone, some of them with potential. Mm-hmm. That's what I gotta look for. That's typically not the first thing I look for. But I need to change my ways. Yeah, you so probably you go on, straight to the feet. Yeah, I go straight to the feet, and I'm go, and that's an instant yes or no. Like we got to get past that first. Cause that'll derail the whole fucking thing. I don't care how much potential you got. You got a whole second and third toe bigger than the big toe. Right. Yeah. And honestly, oh, like shit. Bobby big- Hajar just redeemed a hot seat. Ooh, for three. What does that mean? That he just spent 350 points. Is that good? On the hot seat. Ooh, it's our first hot seat. Sean or is that call? I don't remember what the hot seat is. Me That's either. Me. I got to find out. You're the person who made these up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you high ass bitch. All right, here it is. I'm looking at it. It says All hot right, seat. Right. Pick a host. Ask a question. That host must then answer you in a full 60 seconds rant. It means you got to keep going. Just keep explaining yourself because we want to hear the good, bad, and the bullshit. All right. I got the timer coming right up on so the So whoever just redeemed that, Bobby... You get to pick a host and ask your He's, question. So he did both of those. Oh, he, he did? He says, yeah, learn how to read, um, you big dumb bitch. I hate <laughs> you. <laughs> he says, Sean, and why is red sus? Which okay. I don't really understand I get that. It. But I get okay. it. You, I get it. Because it's okay. my, my weird. Stop, uh, stopwatch. I'll t- t- tell me when you're ready to go. All right. I have to answer why red is sus. Okay, go. For 60 seconds, go. Go. All right. So I saw red near blue and green in the electrical room. So I was going inside electrical. I had two tasks that I needed to complete, okay? I had to flip a switch on the right side of the room and on the left side of the room, I had to do almost like a Simon Says style game to be able to cross some wires off and to be able to repair the ship. But what I saw was, is I saw the red character go into electrical and then I w- and then came back out and I walked in and there was a dead body sitting in the middle of the electrical room. So I reported that body immediately emergency room and then i I want everyone in the game to vote for red because they are the imposters echo okay red is the imposter i am a crewmate okay me nine other people brown purple light green dark green bunch of other colors all crewmates but red suspicious so what you need to do is in the voting right now vote red as the imposter and we'll get them 60 seconds unbelievable so is that about that game among us yes yeah, it is. i'm so glad you knew what the fuck i was talking about i'm a gamer man i'm a gamer yeah. i'm actually i've been so busy with this getting my van life ready that i haven't even been able to play it yet and i'm pretty upset about it can what i tell is, you guys about it tell can i, can, please can tell I first can i first tell you what i felt that like that was <laughs> yes that seemed like what would happen if i was in high school and i walked past the nerd table that's the type of conversation. That's yep. exactly what I feel like yeah, that was I high school. hear. If I was eavesdropping on the dork table, I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, they talk, still talking about weirdo shit. It's like red, red, red is, is sus. sus. Red is sus. Yeah, it, so, I think it means why is the red character a suspect? Suspicious. I'm suspicious of red. Um, so here's oh the thing. God, Bobby, you're going to get fucking kicked out of this chat is what you're going to get. It's so funny. So yeah, I'm the, ignoring this. That's a, you just lost 350 points. So I normally, <laughs> I'm not, you're not doing that again, bro. I'm not sitting through six. Yeah, seconds. man. That's a, that's a majority vote. I think Bobby's just trying to make this podcast boring. He hates it and he's trying to get it taken down. <laughs> he's trying to get it literally to be defunded by every patron. But yep. among us though, let's talk about among us. Cause this is, this is something that's pretty, pretty prevalent right now. What is this game about? Is it about snitching? 
So I am not like a big, I'm not a big iPhone gamer person. Um, and Bobby was like, dude, so you know how we love the game Secret Hitler? Have you guys ever heard of the board game Secret Hitler? Yeah, I know it sounds inappropriate. Okay, even, so basically, one time. it's basically like a party game where, uh, let's say like eight of us got together, right? And This sounds um, like Thanksgiving. Like yeah, eight, it's like a good get together and game. you gotta figure out who the racist is. <laughs> yeah, it's always my uncle. Who's the person my uncle. in your family who fucking resembles most Hitler? Except yeah. we always go into it knowing we just we needed some reassurance. We're like, yeah, he's still yeah. he's still that yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, it's a game where everybody's designated a role, and you're either like an ally, like not Hitler, or one person is Hitler. And in that board game- Are you going to tell like, us about the Hitler game or are you going to tell us about this other game? Because I don't so, have the energy to listen to two. There's two a segue. Games. There's a segue. <laughs> okay, okay. This, this iPhone game is basically like a iPhone version of that game. You're trying to sniff out who the like imposter on the ship is. So all the people online playing the game, like 10 people, nine of those people are crew members and they're all going around the ship trying to like- complete tasks like i was saying like little electrical wires need to be repatched blah blah blah. so all those people are working together but the among us thing is among those 10 people is the imposter and they're secretly killing people and trying to mess the ship up and then there's rounds where everybody then has to vote who they think is the imposter and most of the time oh. people who are just really good at like in the chat being like very condescending like bobby of course is so good at this game and whenever he's the imposter he has everybody thinking he's on their side and so we're just voting off people who are actually like good crew members so it just gets addicting it's like one of those games where you play it and you're like you a couple rounds go by and you're like holy fuck i've been playing this for like an hour so last night me and bobby played probably what Bobby from like 10 to 1 a.m. or some shit like we were just playing forever so it's just super fun it's just a silly stupid like and it's so everyone's like some people are very bad at lying in the game and it's very obvious and shit and so that's the game I gotta and it's tell apparently you, uh, very popular I the I mainly the main website I go to for the past five years has been world star hip-hop Mm -hmm. And the the phrase "sus" on World Star Hip Hop means something completely oh, what's it mean? different. What's it mean? That means they'll be like, "Bro, this dude's he's he's acting a little sus," and it'll be like a guy grabbing another guy's dick. It means that they're, <laughs> they're oh. like he's got some suspect type of actions that he may be pretending to be straight, but he's got some gay tendencies. Well, that's just gay. A guy grabbing another guy's dick—that's a gay move. That's well, not so sus. like the, no, there was like, like oh, let me tell you, his dick. So here was some sus stuff on World Star Hip Hop today that was a guy grabbing a guy's dick. And it was like, this preacher dude's a little sus. And he was trying to like yank the demon out this dude's dick. He was like, he was oh. grabbing this guy's groin in like, a, like under the curtain of it being a religious activity. So, you know, I hear you, but there are people who find ways to, in a very sus way, grab a dude's dick and say to me, this ain't gay. To me, it's <laughs> sus. If you like, if you looked at my dick, like, I go, all right, that's a little sus. And it, but if you grab my dick, that's that's a gay move. You did a gay thing. But maybe what if I was like, what if you were like, bro, I'm real sad. I got, I've been having depression for the past few months. And I was like, bro, I got a thing that can do it, but it's going to be uncomfortable. And you're like, what? I'm like, give me, just let me grip on, bro. That's and sus. Like, that's a sus conversation. That's sus. But once I grab your dick, but what if you all of a sudden are less depressed? You might be like, that shit wasn't gay. That was just a way to make me less depressed. It can be both. Well, I watch. I'm on World Star Hip Hop. Way it can too be gay much. and make me less depressed. It might just make me learn something about myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might just make me Bobby learn and I, were I like... saw the I saw the the video today about the playoff game where that you know how they do the kiss cam. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. know if it was a I don't know if it was a basketball game or a football game or what because it was close up on her. But they put this camera on this girl and they catch her dunking a chicken nugget into her coke and eating oh, it. Wow. And then she looks up and sees them catching her and it's the it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. I've never <laughs> in my life seen someone do that candidly and try to disguise that. Never yeah. never in my life seen someone just been like I need uh chicken and a diet coke and they're like, "Well, would you like uh dipping sauce?" and she's like, "No, I already ordered the diet coke." But thank you. <laughs> yeah, people awesome. here you hear people dip in the salty and like the frosty but not in just coke. that's fire though yeah of course a little salty a little sweet yeah but, but never a little a little, little salty little aspartame yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't want that shit. that's why that what they're I still feel... putting in the in the diet coke these days aspartame 
yeah, hell yeah, dude. That's the best ingredient. I love it, man. I remember when oh, they we first. Don't, don't act like we know. We'll remember when they know. first started they tell coming me. down on that shit. They were like, this is the stuff that causes cancer. This is it. This is it. It's just this and heating up plastic in the microwave. This is the only two things. Now everything yeah, is like cancer. It's it so much like, easier when I was younger. Remember when we were, we were, the whole world was fucking stupid and we didn't have all the information that we do now and everything just seemed so much easier. <laughs> yeah, but like my grandpa's 95 years old and he's probably checked every box of things that are cancerous. Like, and he's just still being like, I, I'm doing great. <laughs> it's like, man, like, I don't even know if I believe any of that shit, dude. Like, fucking dude is old as shit and he's just you fine. should believe in cancer that's just you should that's definitely just believe in that bro that shit's mad yeah, real wow like, dude that was that was some plastic. weirdo shit man i don't know i know one guy who lived a long time i don't so buy it i don't yeah. even know if anything can kill you it's good for me because he is he has my dna and is a male so like i gotta bro, he doesn't have your dna bitch you better <laughs> respect your elders bro you have his dna he's got my dna my grandpa yeah. looks just like me you better respect <laughs> your elders, bro. It's been alive for 70 more years. Do you remember? <laughs> Plus, if you think about it, like if old people, like when they don't die from cancer and shit and be like, like he's 95? 95, yeah. This motherfucker was alive. Like he was born in the 1920s, bro. That's fucking crazy town. No, no before that. That is crazy town. That was Titanic days. Oh, no. He could have oh, got right. him a ticket. Some. So if yeah. he was born in the 20s, I'll, I will say this, though. We've been putting a lot of the, like, the stuff they say causes cancer, huffing all this fucking smoke and all these factory fumes. He was huffing a lot less of that for the first 25 years of his life. We weren't really uh, manufacturing world the way we are now. So maybe factor that into your life. Oh, but dude, I don't know because like those old factories and shit, they didn't have none of the safety precautions they got now. Like they didn't have like the ventilation systems in there. That is true. But still, if there was only three of them, if there was only three of them and now there's a billion of them, you know what I'm saying? Like even if they were, but if you worked in one of them three, you were fucked. Plus you had to start working. No, that's true. Plus you had to start working when you were seven. So that shit didn't help at all either. Yeah, that's true. Seven that years old true. working in that coming out with dust and a beard. Yeah, seven. That's wild. See the time, little pictures? Man. Saw a picture the other day of three seven year olds sitting at a table doing their taxes. Like They're covered in dirt. <laughs> <laughs> right out front of a factory. On their on their, on their three minute break. Do you remember? Power, 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 oh, power. Sean. You what? might got a Zach, are you hearing that? Yeah, Sean, your microphone sounds crazy. You might have to pop off and on in the old Zoomy. Try talking. Is it still bad? No. Oh, it's there good you now. go. You're good. That's weird. Stop messing um, up you guys, your pod. Do you remember when we were growing up? Wait, pod? no, still bad. Still bad. Corey yeah, says his grandpa was a boiler maker in Detroit. They used to spray asbestos on everything. Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> asbestos. I put that shit on everything. Yeah. <laughs> that is wild. Anyways, let's hurry up and change the conversation so we, we, Sean can't say whatever he's about to say. Yeah, let's definitely change it. <laughs> no, he did it. All right, what were you going to say? Let's, cha- let's change it. No, it's not good. It's bad. You still <laughs> sound robotic. That's weird. I wonder why you just no, started doing that. I, really? I, no, I think it sounds good. You're just, we're really close to it now. I'll be here. Hi. Yeah, like, that sounds good, right, Zacho? To you? Or yeah. No? Sounds good to me now. Can we skip me? Say what you were going to say or no? No, I was just going to say the, um, one of the things that was hilarious growing up that they were like, everybody used them. And then remember when BPA free became really big for cancer? Like everybody used those Nalgene's. Remember those plastic, like fucking water bottles, like everybody on every team in high school had like a Nalgene bottle. And then they were like, oh, those will literally give you cancer. And I was like, oh, I use that every single day for eight years. That's cool. Like that was a big one where they just one day were like, things have to be BPA free or you're going to die. And they're like, how do we just find this out? Hmm. Oh, boy, speaking of marijuana, I found out some information. <laughs> this guy, I'm ready for it. What is this it, bro? Week that I'd love to share with you. So I've been wondering, because I've, I've been going to, like, when the dispensaries first started popping up and you could get edibles, I would go there and be like, hey, you have any, like, sativa edibles? And at first they, like, had sativa edibles and then they had indica edibles. But... Later on, you just started seeing edibles, and you're like, is this sativa or indica? And they're like, I mean, I can look it up, but I'm not too sure. It doesn't matter. There's not one or the other, isn't there? 
There's, well, there is the only, but here's the difference. So a sativa and indica is just a plant, right? And each of those plants typically is the cannabinoid or the cannabinoid makeup that's different in a sativa and an indica. So all the can, uh, cannabinoids, there's a 200 and some different cannabinoids, THC, THCA, CBD, CBDN, CBG, all this other shit, right? But when you turn that down into an oil and when you break the sativa or the indica down into an oil, it removes all of those into either strictly THC or strictly CBD. So all those other cannabinoid, all the other cannabinoid profile is gone. So it doesn't matter. So essentially if you have, you can get, you can make edibles from a sativa and you can make edibles from an indica, but they're strictly going to be broken down into just THC or just CBD. So either way, it doesn't matter. So like the even the pens apparently so like even the pens that are oil because it's oil it like breaks all that shit down i mean maybe they have like specific ones where they don't but for the majority when they break that down it's mainly into tc or mainly into cbd so which in theory then is why they prescribe like when we are able to do like research and shit like this they're gonna have to figure out more ways to use the weed plants as a medicine because you're not gonna be able to tell a, a six-year-old kid he's got to smoke grass to fucking he's gonna smoke flour to fucking heal himself yeah like the the oils and stuff because of their profile they only like do so much for like certain things right now but when we can do more research and we find out like these other cannabinoid profiles heal other things right we can't do research on it now because of the federal illegality we're gonna have to either be like telling these kids they got to smoke the shit or we got to do more fucking research we're behind the ball either way i think man people are gonna be making so much money off weed for like the next 20 to 30 years oh yeah it's gonna be oh, what the fuck did you just teach me i feel like i listened to a bunch of shit and i don't know what the fuck i learned what did, did i learn? learn when you break it when you break the sativa or indica down into an oil there's not a difference between the sativa, like the upper and the downer. There's no difference in when you, when you break it down into an oil and make edibles with it or just smoke the oil out of it. So is that good for kids? What's the deal with the kids? <laughs> well, with the kids that have like, um, they have like seizures and shit, they're able to use the oils because like, it's just that THC that heals, that is like curing that. It's not so the they can edibles to get better. Yeah, they can because they only need the THC. But what I'm saying is like if you want to go to get an edible and you're like, I want a sativa because I want an upper and stuff like that, there's no like upper for edibles. There's no like downer for edibles, just THC. So you're not getting a different cannabinoid profile, whether you have a sativa oil or a indica oil. The only way you can feel a difference between an indica and a sativa is if you smoke straight flour. Because that's when I you learned Get two things? The other profiles. You learn a few things, motherfucker. If you keep paying attention, you might learn a third. <laughs> so much. I don't know, bro. So kids are got to eat edibles. No. They, we're going to make them smoke it? No. I was giving, those were circumstantial anecdotes. You oh, missed so the whole not, setup of the. <laughs> I'm not learning nothing then. I went no. from learning two things to learning. I went from learning zero to learning two to back down. Look, to learning, learning is subjective. All I can do is teach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All I can do is provide the information. It's up the to outcome, you whether or not you grasp. The outcome of this was a lot like that homeless man dime story where that one guy thought he was getting a dime and then lost a dollar fifty. That's yeah, kind of what happened to Corey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember yeah. when you tried to convince us red is gay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that. I do. And so does everyone else that listened to this. <laughs> oh God. I am going out on a van on Wednesday. And I don't know where I'm going. So, like, Man, when you get in the van, coming real morning, are you just gonna go? All right, what am I feeling in this exact moment? Well, I'm not gonna get in Wednesday die. morning. I'm gonna wait till after lunch, probably. I'm probably <laughs> okay. Let the day let the, sink let in. the morning traffic kind of work itself out. Read right? a book, hit the gym, you know, fucking get prepared, mentally prepare. You can't just wake up and get in a van and decide that's where you're living now. You need to you need to let it soak in, dude. You know what I mean? You need to let yeah. it soak in. So when I get in that van, I'm going to be honest. I have fucking no clue what I'm doing. I have no clue what I'm doing up until Saturday when I do a show in Indiana. After that, I'm going to the Smoky Mountains. After Ooh. that, I'm going to Big Bear Cave, which is right by the Smoky Mountains. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm going to my mom's house to figure out if I did that portion right or not <laughs> and to reconvene <laughs> and to hopefully stock up on some food down in South Carolina. Formity Farm says your vlog is going to be fire. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to start vlogging too. So I've been like studying, reading vlogs or watching vlogs. I've been watching a lot of Corey's vlogs actually because I, I was between you two and then I was like, who makes, who could I and who should I emulate? And, and I can only watch one person. <laughs> i've seen yeah so i've been watching i mean i've seen a lot of your vlogs before sean as well so i've been just like seeing the structure that you both use once i get the structure it won't be so weird it's just like my my weird thing right now is just turning a camera on myself and talking that shit to me is fucking that shit so yeah like we said though because i'm always like why does anyone care about this why would anybody care to hear about this shit and then you put some cute music in the background you're like never mind this (laughs) is fire (laughs) no that's the trick yeah, just add it on the beat and tell a story and you'll be fine. Also, I, I try to remember, like, I don't give a fuck if anybody does care about this. Some of this shit, I just really enjoy. I think about, like, what it's like for me a year or two or five or ten years later being able to watch it. It's, like, more for me. Yeah. Like, my like my big thing is, like, when I made that one when my brother came in town. And, yeah, I remember my brother coming in town, but I don't remember all the details. When I watch that vlog, I get to see the fucking details. Be like, damn, that was a sick-ass trip. I don't give a mm-hmm. shit if anybody gives a fuck about that in the internet. They probably don't. Yeah. But it's like photo al- It's like a digital photo album, bro. It's like a photo yeah. album, but better. It's like that's how I got to You know it what I mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. And you're just documenting. You're doing this dope once in a lifetime trip. And how cool would it be if 20 years from now, 30 years from now, you get to go relive it? And you're gonna relive it a lot better through a video than through watching like like going through Facebook pictures. Yeah, hell yeah. You know and I got I mean? a and I got a drone now. So Ooh, yeah. Which Very drone you say? I got the Air DJI Air Mavic 2. Yeah, 4K dude. 60 hell FPS, yeah. baby. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, those drones, that's the best. I'm I'm vlogging the this upcoming weekend back to Michigan. I'm going to do like a Michigan vlog. And it's just it makes like traveling more fun to me. Yeah. When like, do you start vlogging? Like when you, before you leave your house? It just, I, for me, I always like kind of storyboard, like, do I want to do the whole like leaving packing, like that be the start of it? Or is that boring as shit? And I'll just start it like at the first exciting thing. So I haven't really like, sometimes I, the thing like with me and that camera, like sometimes I'll just shoot everything and then I have fun in the edit, like making something out of it. And other times I want to like keep it very like, I know exactly what the beats are and I do that. So like, I just kind of decide in the moment. I like, would say to start, because like i'd say just to start if it's your first time you don't really know how you're gonna like it's first time ever making a vlog just every time you're about to do something turn the camera on and tell the camera what you're doing and then take some video of it and then in the editing room you'll always have the pieces of a story right oh yeah you know what i mean if you're always all you gotta do is say like all right about to go do this and then just you'll always be able to put together a story as long as you have those like those little chapters of it or whatever. And right. then you can go through and you're like, oh, this is kind of boring. Cut it. This is kind of boring. Cut it. Like I've cut like 60% of my vlogs before. Like I'll yeah. cut a whole bunch of shit and be like, oh, this isn't that as exciting as I thought it was going to be. And then once you condense it down into like a little tiny story, it'll be way more fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to do, do you write your script? Do you script it out first or do you just on the fly? You're like, Oh, I'm moving now. Let me start recording. Oop, I'm moving again. Let me start recording. On a trip like that. I'd usually just do it on the fly. Like when I went to Cleveland for Dwayne's birthday, it was more just on the fly, like doing this, doing this. All right. Now we're doing this. Now we're going to the bar now we're playing beer pong. Now we're doing this. Or if I'm trying to like tell a story, like the shit I've been doing during quarantine, where I can't, there's no fun, like daily activities to go do. And I actually have to come up with a story. Then I'll actually have to like write the story out. Cause it's just so much more boring now. Like only having my apartment basically as like a yeah. set Then I have to be like, all right, let me write this out so I can figure out like where I can put different, like added storytelling techniques to like beef up this boring content of just me and my apartment. So storyboard when it's not as fun activities, but like going on a trip, going on this, traveling shit everything's already dope you can kind of just like do it on the fly but storyboarding is also always great if you can storyboard it out first certainly won't fucking hurt yeah i always say like leave room for spontaneity like sometimes if you over over try to plan then you like you don't leave moments for like those fun little nuggets of stuff or like don't be afraid of like having random one-off things because you can always like those can be transition scenes if it's just a one stupid little thing like you know what i mean like sometimes those are the best things like People always remember 
like those unique little moments I feel like in vlogs a lot of the times rather than the full story. Like the story keeps it like cohesive and a thing, but people's I feel like favorite parts are always like little one-off stuff that happens. Like that's kind of what I've always noticed. Like, so always like leave room for that. Like just have fun with it. But to Corey's point, yeah, like that as long as you, people don't realize like you have to tell the camera what's happening because the person won't know. You know what I mean? Like they need to be like spoon fed that a lot of the time. So yeah. Vlog life is dope. Vlog life. Yeah, a lot of that over the years. Oh, man. Yeah, I did something different last week on the edits. I posted the video of our Twitch stream rather ah, than our... Is, uh, yeah, is that you didn't because you didn't the record Zoom. the Zoom? Yeah. <laughs> like how I said it, like, yeah, I'm trying a new uh, technique. It's where I forget to do the one thing, so yeah. I wing it. <laughs> well, I noticed, I, noticed, like, I noticed like five minutes into our last thing that I didn't start recording, and I was like... I can either cut off with Sean's intro. Yeah, I'll just post the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I'll post yeah, the whole fucking thing. I'm sure nobody noticed. Yeah. No, I think it's gonna no, I mean I honestly I've been wanting to do that and I want to do it for the clips anyways, because I want people to see like the interaction with the chat and I want us to get more like interactive with the chat and stuff like that. So yeah. I want people to end up seeing it when we have clips where we're talking with Bobby or Conformity Farm or Jew Daddy, that's her name. <laughs> Whoever that is. Jew, and they also don't realize that your shirt is not Rocco's Modern Life. That's Zacco's Zacco's Modern Modern Life, Life, baby. He stole it, and he's profiting off of it. I changed enough of it to where it's mine. I know. It's genius and perfect. Hell yeah. Man, dude, I'm just ready to get out and start living life again. (laughs) Dude, you said you're going to the Smoky Mountains. That was one of the first – when I – graduated college i got offered a job at the smoky mountain news for nineteen thousand dollars a year salary would you have to move there yeah i had to live like an hour outside of like uh um what's that one of the, that town in north carolina the west ash ash for nineteen thousand dollars you can make nineteen thousand dollars a month at the gym but i also thought to myself i bet nineteen thousand dollars goes a long way in western north carolina i could have probably bought a pretty nice place in North Carolina, yeah, but yeah, then you got to be racist. Just kidding. Nineteen thousand—that's got to be like less than minimum wage. I don't even know how they could, how they're allowed to pay someone that little amount of money. I turned I, it down. Yeah. Nineteen thousand I mean, seems, but it was that's a, less than ten bucks an hour. Isn't it? It I was beautiful. making like I was making like close to nineteen thousand in Chicago, and I could I survived. That's true. I wasn't doing well, but I imagine that <laughs> it's probably way cheaper to live in bumfuck mountain town than it is to live in Chicago. So 19, 19 grand divided by 52 weeks in a year is $365 a week. Oh, yeah. You could easily do that. And that's before taxes. So you probably make about 280 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's rough. But whatever. Turn it down. Sean, have you ever tried out the NXT Performance Center? It's a comment from Jew Daddy. Have I ever tried? Yeah, I tried out for NXT. No, my brother's a wrestler. <laughs> um, no, I have not to answer your question. Um, but thank you for thinking that might be something I could do. <laughs> Conformity Farm says his taxes were $750. Do you see that shit? That was so funny. Uh, how much? Is that all true? I haven't really looked into that. Did, did President Trump really pay $750 in taxes? Yeah, he took a loss at two years in a row. <laughs> that is crazy um and then i was talking to Corey about this today in the car i was like it's so funny because like you knew exactly like everyone's like oh man as soon as those tax returns come out it's going to be game over for him and everyone's like no it's not because he's just going to do that thing where he goes well it's currently being audited so i can't talk about it sorry and they were like it's been being audited for five years and he just goes yeah (laughs) you just you know what the funny thing is too is like like I, I, people want to hate Trump, right? I, I want to hate Trump, but if I'm looking at that objectively, is it Trump's fault that the guy doesn't fucking pay taxes or is it the way our tax system is built? You know what I mean? Like you, you really hate the guy for, I'm trying my hardest to pay the least amount in taxes too. I think, no, all I don't think a- that's the thing that people are, are an uproar about because you're right. It's the system that's fucked. I think people yeah. are an uproar about how he, how hard he used to go at Obama for not paying taxes. And then this motherfucker was paying 700. He was like, this mother, he only, he paid 20% or some crazy shit and was going off. All his old tweets came up and the whole time, like in that same year, 
he wasn't paying tax. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree a little bit, but also I have yet to, I've seen, and I've only seen about three people post about it on Facebook, but I haven't seen any of them be like, man, I can't believe this motherfucker was talking shit about Obama, but I've seen all of them say, I pay oh, you more, need more taxes. comedians on your Facebook because that's I, all people are talking about. I've seen people, all people on my, so yeah, that's, that might be the difference is the comedians and the regular folk. I think the regular folk on my Facebook, I've seen them been saying like they're pissed that they pay more in taxes than he does. Oh yeah. That's hilarious. You know what, too, though. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> so like, but the thing is, is like, is it the guy's fault? You know what I mean? Like the system's just fucked up, but people don't really, I think at least a lot of the, there's a good chunk of people. I'll say that. I bet you there's a good chunk of people that um, have that like thought process where they're like mad at him for not paying more taxes rather than mad at the system for not forcing them to pay more taxes. Yeah. I mean, there's more people that are idiots than just him. All those people are idiots. Well, too. The, whole I mean, the, the whole thing that the thing that's funniest to me was just how much he was talking shit about how hard he came at Obama about taxes and how much he's been saying that these shits, this shits have been audited. And he knew the whole time this motherfucker knew he paid $750. Oh, in of course. Well, yeah, that's also why he was so, of course, so like hesitant to have that stuff come out. And then, but he's had five years to like get his response ready, you know? Like he, he had yep. his, his team has had that ready. But it doesn't, it doesn't change anything because this is going to be like everything. We're going to forget about it here soon. And then we're just going to be on to Biden versus Trump. He and paid. Real, sorry, go ahead. Another question is, should he have to pay more? If the reason that he paid, so the reason he paid so little, and I haven't looked into it a ton, but this is just my like loose grasp on it. So if I'm wrong, help me out. But he took those huge, massive losses in the real estate game. Like he lost like, some crazy like millions upon 315 million 315 million dollars so when you make when you have those types of losses you're allowed to write off off those losses for like a decade straight you can you can (laughs) seriously you can chop those losses up and write off a certain amount of those losses every year so from all his gains from those that point forward he was able to to write off so that's kind of a good I mean that that it's the system, it's hard to fix that system. It's interesting because you shouldn't if you take massive losses what do you do? You just get fucked or should you be able to write off some of those losses on future? It kind of makes sense you should be writing some of those off on future well, tax years. Your your takes are pretty hot according to the chat. Bobby's saying he counted $70,000 in haircuts as deductions. His losses weren't why they were so low. It was fraudulent claims, etc. and then Jew daddy man, he got to change your name. Jew Daddy, he paid more on haircuts than I than I make in a year. <laughs> it's interesting because, like, you can, but I, I mean, you can write off beauty any yeah. salon, yeah. any beauty because, like, he's on camera and he's whatever. Yep. So, obviously, that price is insane. Like, he probably pays the most money you could pay for a haircut, right? But like, it's technically allowed. It's, it's technically just allowed, yeah. it's just kind of fucked up. Like, also, taxes are hilarious because like, I don't think any. Yeah, I mean. Yes, you, technically it's whatever you can literally go on to uh, TurboTax and be and just make up. You could be like, you know what? Um, oh, I, Sean, trust me, I know. <laughs> but it's so funny how it's like maybe the government will find out, but you might be too small of a fish in the pond, and you know what? You might get away with it. And so, and like you that. could also be honest about it. Like he can, yeah. he, you can get, you can get seventy thousand dollars worth of haircuts. Mm-hmm. It is definitely possible to go to the, to go and be like I'm getting a hundred dollar haircut every day or whatever. That was his mop he's got on top of his head. Five dollars, get him a new one of those. You you could definitely do that, and so it is legal. Keep all those receipts, and you don't even have to fudge. It's just a fucked right. up thing. It's just like, should that be allowed? What's the cutoff point? How do you tell someone? Because that is part of his business is having a particular look. Yeah. For sure. It's also, I get on these topics, I'm ready to roast and make jokes and have fun. And then it turns into a fucking, I, I know we get cause too it's mad. like, uh, cause like, I oh, want to like, we go learning time. <laughs> cause I'm the guy I want to like, I get bored just making jokes. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I want to actually talk about this. This stuff fascinates me. And so I'm like, ah, I don't give a shit about jokes. <laughs> this, is, this is interesting stuff to me. I think about people who like only make like, you know, mid-tier salaries and then um they get audited and it like because you know getting audited obviously like takes like a lot of mental anguish and like takes a long time and then if you get fined it can like make or break you right so i think about somebody like him like not having to really deal with like that 
And then there's like somebody who's trying really hard and being honest and then they get audited for like some little thing or something. And I always just think about like, man, it's crazy how you just have no idea. There's no, like, you never know if it's going to be you or if it's not going to be you. And it's, it's a, it's a weird process. That whole thing. Taxes freaking out. Oh man, I live for that stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit about jokes. Should be the new channel motto. That's what Bobby said. Clearly. (laughs) Uh, Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I don't have to talk about the federal income taxes at school yeah. yeah but also at the same time i just don't expect that's like what i expect i just expect political nonsense now dude like i would not i would never have expected them to be like trump he paid a tax amount that everyone would probably think is fair <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be weird because even if he did someone else would be freaking out about why he shouldn't have he should have only paid 750 dollars in taxes they would have ran all those numbers gone he could have Written off all those haircuts for seventy thousand. <laughs> but it's it's just like subjective realities, man. I would love to look through like a bunch of celebrities, what they write off that lit like list. If like that was like a BuzzFeed article of like twenty five celebrities and what they write off every year, because it's just like it's just the wild west. Like you can justify a lot of different things. I remember like the first time I started doing, I went to like a place to do my taxes when I had like a bunch of 1099s for work and stuff. And like the guy being like, yeah, you can write off your Netflix subscription and your Hulu subscription. I was like, what? I was like, is, are, you know, like, and he's like, yeah, it's technically research. If you're in entertainment, I mean, how else are you going to see stuff people are doing? And I was like, that's, it's, you know, it feels like everything can be justified in some way. It's so yeah. wild. Now, when you're on unemployment, you just, whatever they take out unemployment, those are my taxes. I'm paying. That is, <laughs> they go, what'd you make? You go, whatever the government gave me. I don't whatever know. Whatever the government, that was it, man. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. I've just been sitting here applying for jobs hey. all day, every day in my hat. Yep. And that is what I'm doing. I, love I, think, the legal, I, think, uh, I think a push towards federal legalization of cannabis will boost the economy, though. I think that absolutely will. I don't see yeah. anything else that could do it other than a cure. <laughs> other than a Cannabis cure. is here, baby. Yeah, you're going you're going to bat for that, we know. Yeah, man. I think there's more implications just than being able to use it medicinally or recreationally. Yeah. It's also keep people out of fucking jail. We have a lot of people in jail. <laughs> Lots. That's a fact. Dude, you know what might be fun to uh, ask the audience here in the last little part of the show? Um, the three of us have a meeting to talk about some fun concepts and stuff going forward. Would it be fun to ask the crew like certain, um, like the game show style stuff yet or save that for another time? I feel like some people would have some fun little ideas of like ways that we could have another content day with them in the week. What do you think? I know, but he did just say... Uh... Watch food theory on coffee changing history. He thinks cannabis legalization will change people's minds in a good way. I don't know what that sentence means even. Food theory on, so food theory must be like a content creator and then he must have some sort of like mini doc, like maybe something about coffee changing history. And then he probably in that talks about cannabis. It's going to, the legalization will change people's minds. Oh, coffee changing history. Oh, did coffee change history? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I bet it did. History. Fuck yeah. Holy it's just shit. always been around since we were kids, so we were just used to it. But at some point, that shit had to, well, had to be invented. been around for like <laughs> for fucking ever, right? Like when do people, when do you think people started drinking coffee? This dude? is, I always love going to like just Googling like the history of a thing and seeing like, first of all, who won the SEO and has that. How long website? ago have we been drinking coffee, Sean, now that you got the Google up? Uh, in the 15th century, coffee was being grown in the Ye- Yemeni district of Arabia. Uh, so apparently since coffee the 15th century. 1400s? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, man, that was before the iPhone. <laughs> it beat it by a couple of years. Yeah. And then alcohol. What, what came first, alcohol or Oh, booze had to be first. Alcohol. This guy in Depty TV said in the thing that people, they went from depressants to a stimulant. So people were drinking beer at lunch and they went from beer to coffee. And I think the reason they were drinking beer over water is the alcohol, the fermentation of it, I think would um, 
uh, like make it not make it healthier is like a, the world's dumbest way to say that sentence, but like water can make you sick. You know what I mean? Like you go down to, they tell you not to drink water from, it can be infected with amoebas and all kinds of bacteria. Like yeah. you go just drink out of a random river or whatever. Well, the ferment fermentation process of alcohol will, um, get all those bad things out of there. So it was actually safer to drink alcohol than it was to drink water in like early human history at like medieval times so no people would be shit. yeah they'd be drinking beer early oxford maybe like early 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 one of those like big colleges in the uk they they were serving like for their lunches and shit they'd serve big pitchers of beer and stuff because it was safer to drink in early history than it was to drink water yeah, these are saying like it was alcohol has been around since like 7000 BC in India. Damn, and it man, makes they sense. people can wait to get fucked up. It <laughs> makes sense too because the fermentation process can happen pretty naturally. Where I bet like drinking coffee beans is probably like a less a less likely thing to stumble upon. Like you can stumble upon some rotted apples that have become fermented and drink that apple juice and get drunk and be like, "Well, this makes me feel good." The likelihood of finding naturally uh like having hot water naturally run across some beans that you decide to drink it's probably more likely that these people were eating these beans and then getting a jolt and figuring out like wow these taste like dick let me figure out a better way to get that jolt without having to chew these nasty gross beans and probably yeah. like, let's pour some water over it and see if we can suck these stimulant juices and i'm i'd assume that's probably how it came which is going to be so it's probably a food before it was a drink where getting drunk a fermented anything is probably just happened pretty naturally more quicker yeah yeah you're right i mean literally everything you said it sounds like is like yeah it was fermented like fruits and grains and people in caves would like get people in fucked caves. up from that. <laughs> that's, this, yeah, that's even, why johnny appleseed became a famous story this guy was literally going across going from east to west across the u.s planting these apple trees so that people could ferment them to have something healthy to drink so they weren't drinking out of the stream waters that had, you know, who knows animals and stuff be shitting in those stream waters. And next thing you know, you got dysentery or whatever the fuck you get from shit water. Yeah. That was the whole Johnny Appleseed thing was going across the frontier and providing Giardia. frontiersmen with uh, some, an alcohol, so, something that they could drink and not get sick and shit their brains out till they die. And he needs to go plant some of the apple trees in Costa Rica. I came back from that place all fucked up. <laughs> my roommate well, got you drink, did you drink did you drink just beer man i was drinking ice cubes water See, anything that's your problem I was, that shit. I was all fucked, up. I was fucked up by like 10 a.m i needed water by noon i didn't care where yeah. it came from yeah my roommate got giardia from eating ass oh god he ate uh, his ex-girlfriend's yeah, ex ass and apparently she drank the water from like mexico or something and he got Secondhand Giardia, <laughs> first ass Giardia, uh, secondhand. What's Giardia? It's a microscopic parasite that causes the diarrheal illness known as Giardias or Giar. It is found on surfaces or in soil, food or water, and in fe fecal matter from humans infected or animals. Oh god, yeah. Oh, so he just. Oh man, that's a bummer. Yeah, also, yeah, I like how my Google. Giardia. My Google was like, "You mean Jardinera, right?" <laughs> my Google yeah. knows me, baby. Yeah, sounds Jordan, like Bobby goes, sounds like those peppers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Ugh. That just happened to me last night. I met these two new comics, and I was telling the one I'm from Macedonia, and she was like, I thought that was a nut. I was like, I get that often. Yeah, I could see that, too. <laughs> I get that often. I get that often. I saw this one dude in the audience. He had a head just like me. I was like, bro, I know you, you, one, of, you came, one of your grandparents came here on a boat. Where are you from? He's like Serbia, boy. I'm telling you, all these like Eastern European heads look the same. They all just like mushroom. They just flat in the back and pushed out on the sides, flat as fuck in the back. Oh, that's surprising. I thought because isn't Serbia so much farther north than Macedonia? It's all they got to come over on a boat. If you had to come over here on a boat, you got that head. I'm telling you, it looks like the one up from Mario. But what about the Irish? That means everybody who's not from the United States got a flat ass head. Well, they stayed over there. The Irish stayed put. They stayed over there. Bro, have you walked you me? through? Yeah, have you seen Sean, bro? <laughs> Sean, what, what is, what, who is 100% Irish? How far is that lineage for you? It's, I'm actually more Scottish, but um, it's not far off. It's like, 
I'm mainly German and Polish, so it's like four or five grandparents. Did you just did you just roast me by saying, "Have you seen me claiming to be Irish?" And then when I ask you about it, you go, "I'm actually more Scottish." Yeah, but do I look like I look like? Oh, you look I like look a, you're lying Irish. about your heritage. You I know, look like Irish. you know what it is. You came back, Sean. You came back full circle to us talking about. Sometimes you gotta lie in the jokes to make them funny, bro. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you Corey's just gotta like. That. You know Sometimes what? It ain't are just true. funnier. This is the part of the joke that ain't true, but it's funny if you say it. You do look yeah. Irish. Where, what, what is your? Uh, is your dad Irish? Is your dad Scottish? Uh, yeah, my dad's side is um, got that. Like they're from that region, and then my grandpa's German and Polish. My mom's side's German and Polish, so I'm all yeah. just European as shit. Whole bunch of white. Yeah, all white, all all white, everything. Obviously. Hell yeah. Yeah, I go through customs. I go through TSA. Like they just they nod to me. They're like, okay, you're all good, man. <laughs> Dude, when I was in college, it's a fucking crazy story. When I was in college. I was covering um, like NCAA tournament or something. We're flying, and the I was. It was three people. It was two reporters and a photographer. Photographer was like Chinese heritage, looked very Asian. My other um, reporter was Lebanese, and then I'm this clear. And I was first at TSA. This is the first time I've ever like been so like I recognized racism so insanely at an airport. Like I went through and they were like, how's it going? And like, whatever, just like, we're chumming it up with me. They ended up, have you ever seen them do this to people? They went through both of their wallets and asked them about every single card in their wallet. They're like, what's this for? And he was like, that's like a subway rewards card. He's like, okay. And he's like, what's this? He's like, that's a Michigan State library card. They asked them each about every single thing in their fucking wallets. I've never seen that Damn. ever. Have you ever that's heard anything like that before? Never in my life, bro. I was standing there like for 30 minutes, like had my bags, just like watching them like get pulled aside. And I was like just 19 years old, just being like, oh, I've had it really fucking easy in my life. This is fucking crazy. And they were like obviously rattled from that for the next couple of days. It was like crazy. I've just never seen anything like that. So in the middle of the day, like a Tuesday at noon, just like, oh, let's harass these two 19-year-olds that we think are up to something. It's fucking wild. I got tackled for peeing on the railroad tracks once, and they almost tried to give me a red dot. A what? They tried to give me a red dot. They tried to give me – Oh, uh, pedophile? Pedophile charges. What? Threatening me you... with pedophile charges for peeing in public. I've heard it's if you get three of those, you get hit with a uh, – you get on those maps, Corey. Like the, the neighborhood has to know Zach who lives oh, there. You might touch That's what kid. the red dot is? The yeah, red dot on the Because it's years old. almost had to tell people I was in the neighborhood. Oh God, I never yeah. knew about that. I think it's – a lot of people used to think it was just one. I think you have to get three of those. <laughs> but still, yeah, that's not – EG cops, they were talking mad shit. They were like, whoa, congratulations. Rest of your life, you got to fucking check in. <laughs> I was like, this fucking sucks, dude. What? I, I jumped no a, charges. I jumped a construction site in college to use the porta potty. That's how much of a gentleman I am. I'm like, I'm not going to pee outside. I'm going to go into this construction site and jumped like That's a crazy. 15 foot fence to go pee in a <laughs> That's how different you are from Corey. I once saw Corey shit in a vehicle in a construction yard. Really? Yeah, mini bulldozer. <laughs> Took a dump in the seat. Oh, you <laughs> mini bulldozer. <laughs> yeah, one of those tiny little ones. They're called cats, I think. Yeah, one of the little cats. So what did what did you do about the wiping situation? Did you just like just well, I no. went next door to the McDonald's bathroom and I kicked the fucking toilet roll dispenser until it snapped and then took their toilet paper and stole it so that I could wipe my butt. I'm not a savage. I'm going to wipe my butthole. Dude. I'm done shoot, shoot, you know, pooing. And I whenever, watched it while I was inside of the McDonald's eating food. <laughs> he was yeah. having a Big Mac. and he, Dude, I always, whenever I like pull off the expressway and like go to the bathroom in a McDonald's or a gas station. I think to myself, how did this get like this? There's no way someone actually. And then I talk to Corey and I go, yeah, I just, so people are just sit there and fucking bah, let's kick that bitch until it snapped. I didn't even tell any of my friends either. We were all there and I just left. I just went to the bathroom, took it, took that toilet paper. I just left. Like, you know, like, where's Corey at? And I was shitting. A nice little poopy. You're just like, you know what this mini bulldozer needs? My dump. My dump. Oh, Yeah, we're different people. That guy was probably, dude, imagine how pissed that guy is. Yeah, what work. is that? It's a bummer you couldn't see the reaction. <laughs> just you show up to work. You already know you got to work construction all day. 5.30 in the morning. It's raining. It's Ohio. Fucking late November. Who knows? This guy shows up to work, and there's a frozen turd. 
on his seat. And you know it wasn't healthy. We were eating at McDonald's. It was a sloppy turd. Yeah, dude. It's probably real sloppy. <laughs> He's got to clean that off before he gets on with his long 12-hour shift of construction working. For half the day, he's got to try to not get hit by a car. That's what he got to do half the day. And the way he started it was cleaning up some 17-year-old idiot's turds. Unbelievable, really. There's only one way to react to that, too. You open the door of that bulldozer at 5.30 in the morning. You got your fucking 72-ounce coffee that they always have. (laughs) Open that door, and he looks at it and shuts the door and goes, that's definitely shit, and walks (laughs) away. You know you have to announce it to everyone. You go, you got to quit your job right there. You, you walk yeah. up to, you walk up to your foreman and you go, I just want you to know that I did. You need to go check out bulldozer three. And he <laughs> opens it up and he's like, Oh yeah. One of those high school kids shitting here again. He probably, he's probably got like, <laughs> to know about like, Oh yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to end today. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, thank you for tuning in to episode 82, the unemployables pod.com. Uh, all the merch is on there. The episodes are on there as well and uh, all the information about the podcast. And then if you want to listen and talk to us live next week at 3 p.m. Eastern every Monday, twitch.tv forward slash the unemployables. Zach, O'Shawn, Corey, signing out. Guys, it was great talking to you today. Peace. Bye. They're unemployable. They're unemployable. Never met somebody that's unemployable.